Hi, I'm Howard Hatcher. Thanks for joining our podcast. We hope it's exhilarating, encouraging, and inspirational to you to achieve everything that God has made for you to accomplish. Enjoy. Today, we're going to be talking about God identifying his enemies. When God identifies his enemies. Did you know scripturally that the word of God says in Isaiah 27, that in that day, God will punish Leviathan. Leviathan was believed to be a great sea creature. Some believed it was a dragon of old. Some believe that it's typecast in the Bible as being much uh, similar to an alligator. They believe it was a, a swimming sea creature that swam throughout the seas through Job's time. In the book of Job, God actually asked the question, Job, um, can you draw out Leviathan? Can you take a hook and draw out Leviathan? Can you pierce his scales? And, and God gives descriptors for Leviathan. Now, Leviathan is called in the word of God, king over all the children of pride. Wherever you find pride manifest, you were, where there's no repentance, you're going to find Leviathan. But Leviathan is also typecast and shadowed even after the great red dragon in the book of Revelations. So in Isaiah 27 and in the book of Job, throughout the word of God, God dresses Leviathan multiple times. Multiple situations he addresses this creature that no one can tame except for Almighty God. God is the only one that can tame and crush the head of Leviathan. And that's what God says he's going to do. So, note point number one, God addresses Leviathan. Note point number two, do your research. Go into your Bible concordance, type in the word Jezebel. You're going to see that Jezebel shows up in the Old Testament, influencing the kings of Israel. And she shows up in the New Testament. In the New Testament, book of Revelations, Thyatira, the church of Thyatira, the word of God actually says, uh, Jezebel and he addresses she calls herself a prophetess and was influencing God's people then he goes on down just a little bit and he speaks judgments concerning this individual who had influence in the churches in the ministries and then God says whoever has an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches plural so the message to the church of Thyatira where Jezebel was allowed to operate in that city was the same message that God sent out. He said, whoever is listening, hear what the Spirit is saying, plural, to the churches. So the operation of the spirit of Jezebel, who practiced witchcraft, who practiced divination, and had idols and false gods set up, and they practiced bloodletting. The gods that Jezebel served in the Old Testament practiced bloodletting. Now, Whenever we take a fast-forward step and look at God identifying his enemies, we know he identifies Jezebel, and he had her eaten by the dogs, and Jehu went in and cleaned up camp. Ahab was removed, Jezebel was removed, and God overthrew his enemies that were defiling his people and defiling his kingdom. That's Jezebel. And she put pressure on God's prophets. She had them all killed. She silenced the prophets. Even the great prophet Elijah ran from Jezebel. All she did was threaten him, and he ran. That's after killing 850 prophets. Now, where does that leave us? That leaves us with another enemy of God. In the book of Deuteronomy, also in the book of, of, 
uh, Acts chapter 16, in some translations, I believe the Darby translation has it, it says there was a girl with the spirit of Python that followed Paul and Silas to the house of prayer. Paul cast the spirit of Python, which is divination, and that's what the Bible uses, the term Python. Cast the spirit of Python out of the girl, and when he did it, the whole city went into an uproar. They, they beat Jason, they beat uh, Apostle Paul, and they beat Silas. It was horrific because he dealt with the spirit of Python that had its grips like a constrictor wrapped around a city. If you go do your research, put in Python in your search bar, and just put Python in, uh, scriptures with Python, and you put that in the Google search bar, you're going to see that in the Old Testament, in the book of Deuteronomy, you see the spirit of Python. The Bible says, thou shalt not allow anyone with the spirit of Python to, or practicing divination to live. God actually, in the Old Testament, not the New Testament, in the Old Testament, commanded that anyone with the spirit of Python, his enemy, the spirit of Python, to be put to death. And in the New Testament, you see the spirit of Python again had wrapped around the entire city of Ephesus, and the city cried out, cried out, and went into a great uproar, and were ready to commit murder and take the lives of God's people. And that's what the spirit of Python does. It wraps itself around a community, a nation, a leadership, or a government to silence ministry. That's how it works, to silence ministry and stop the free preaching of the Word of God and open stand on godly convictions. That's the spirit of Python. Also, you look at the spirit of cobra. Go to your Google search bar, put in scriptures with cobra. You, what you're going to see? They're going to pop up and you're going to see that the spirit of cobra is actually in the Old Testament where God talks about as the vine of Sodom and Gomorrah, and you and I already know what Sodom and Gomorrah was famous for. In fact, Sodom and Gomorrah is one of those cities, two cities that did not make the cut with God. Why? Because God names his enemies. He names, he says, in the vine of Sodom and Gomorrah, and then he takes another verse down, he said, which is as the uh, venom of the cobra. He compares the activity and the operation of Sodom and Gomorrah being eaten up with the spirit of cobra. The Bible says from the least to the greatest, they were all eaten up with the same spirit. Man, from the least to the greatest, the young and the old, so that God couldn't find any godly seed. There was only Lot, his two daughters, and his wife that were saved. And his wife looked back, turned into a pillar of salt. And so you only have Lot and his two daughters. But the big issue here is God names his enemies. God in the Old Testament actually calls the same spirit from that vine, the same fruit of that vine, God actually calls it Sodom and Gomorrah, and he calls it the spirit of the cobra. He said it is the venom of the cobra. Now, God is naming his enemy. And if the thing about Cobras, they're seductive. They move with the swaying of rhythm, the, sw the swaying of the vibrations of sound because they have poor hearing. They can read vibration, and some of them spit. You know, when I was in South Africa, we fought with a cobra, and I killed that cobra. It almost bit one of the men that was with us. When I was doing evangelism over there, the cobra almost bit one of the men that was with us. Here's the point. God identifies his enemy. God identified 
the operation of the spirit of the cobra, which is being exposed in the United States of America. Pedophile rings exposed. Pedophile island exposed. Politicians and leaders exposed. Jeffrey Epstein mysteriously dies in his cell. He killed himself. And then out over 9,000 entries of names of people that went to his island and the files he kept mysteriously destroyed. My God, that is a powerful spirit that works its way, at its way to ruling levels of government. Laws are passed that give a license to de uh, deviancy. Laws are passed. So you, whenever you see Python restricting the freedom of the church to speak. In fact, about uh, eight years ago, under the previous administration, Hobby Lobby was fined $1.2 million a day if they did not agree, agree with child sacrifice to Molech child sacrifice. In other words, they didn't want to agree to the morning after pill. They said, we, our Christian conscience will not allow us to do this thing that's in the Obama uh, mandate for the Obamacare. We just can't participate in it. Change that point in the law and we're good. And they said, no, we'll find you $1.2 million a day if you do not agree to consent as a, as a Christian business to allowing us to terminate life as you believe it goes against your conscience. And the government passed laws that addressed the religious li liberty. Now, some people don't understand what's happening. Whenever you see the restriction of the freedom of preachers, like we saw in Acts chapter 16, go read it for yourself, Paul was limited what he could do and arrested and tried to be silence him because he addressed the spirit of python look at the spirit of leviathan the spirit of uh, uh, uh that rules the kings that put pressure on the churches look at the spirit of jezebel silence the churches tells you what you can say what you cannot say and then i want you to look at the spirit of cobra and you do your own research and do your own study you're going to see cobra shows up multiple times python shows up multiple times leviathan shows up multiple times and you're going to see that Whenever you see, and Jezebel shows up multiple times in the Old and New Testament, what does this mean? These are ruling spirits that God names himself. I'm not naming them. You're doing your research. God is naming them. And whenever these spirits get in power, they pass laws to protect their operation, to protect the way they behave. Because they know if you can pass the law that creates a national transgression, then you can bring the disfavor of God. You know what? one more. Did you know Leviathan is equated with Lucifer? Leviathan is equated with the false prophet, uh, with the false prophet and the Antichrist? Leviathan is equated and with the false belief systems in the earth. Leviathan being equated with ruling spirits that have hostility towards Israel. The Antichrist has hostility towards Israel wants to destroy Israel. So whenever you see Leviathan on the move, you'll see uh, Leviathan moving towards a decimation of Israel, a destruction of Israel, a denouncing of Israel, uh, uh, Israel divestment and boycott movement. You've got people in our government right now that tell you they want to boycott Israel. They want to divest for, from Israel. And God's word makes it very plain. He blesses those who bless Israel. He curses those who curse Israel. For the life of me, 
I can't understand why this isn't plain to every minister in America who loves the name of Jesus. And every believer who does their own research, why would they want to empower the very spirits and people that do their bidding to pass laws to take away our freedoms, come in hostility and in, in anti-Semitism against Israel? And why would they empower pedophilia? And why would they empower the restriction of the rights and freedoms of Americans? Why would they want that in our education for our children? Why would anyone want to endorse all kinds of behavior and sanction it as being normal and then pass it as laws? Listen, we're witnessing the greatest and most epic battle in the history of the world playing out on right before our eyes. What side will you fall on? Will you empower those four enemies of God that I've made plain? Do your research. Or will you disempower them and stand your ground and say, as for me and my house, we stand for the Lord. Hey, thanks for joining Howard Hatcher Ministries podcast. We hope this was a blessing to you. Do your research. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like more information, you can go to howardhatcher.com. You can also go to YouTube and search Dr. Howard Hatcher. We pray this podcast has been a blessing and encouragement to your faith.